0: friends, and good morning to you. I hope you're having a wonderful, blessed, and safe day in the name of Jesus. This is Michelle coming to you again, sharing the word of the Lord. We're going to continue with our insight, uh, investigation, our study, our reading, of the Holy Scriptures coming from the Gospel of St. John. I hope you enjoyed Episode 1, and I'm going to continue where we left off with verse 16 from St. John, Chapter 14. I would like to read in your hearing the rest of the chapter, and there will be a couple of verses that I'll place emphasis on but I want you personally to listen to this word and I pray that the Lord would speak to your heart about what it is he would have you to remember and pay close and careful attention to because if you attend to the word of God that which God is saying to you will resonate in your spirit and at the hour that you need it most, that word will come up out of your belly and minister to your soul. The word of God, quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, God is able to use his word to accomplish whatever you need him to accomplish in your life. Today, tomorrow, And always just continue to put your trust and your faith in him. So, Father, before I continue on, let me bow my head and I ask my listeners to do the same as we humble ourselves in prayer and ask you to cleanse us of all of our sins, wash us in your blood, Lord Jesus, and prepare us to receive your word. In Jesus' name, amen. St. John, chapter 14, starting with verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Even the Spirit of Truth Whom the world cannot receive because it seeth. Okay, allow me, if you will, to read that verse again. I'm reading from St. John chapter 14, verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Verse 18. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. At that day ye shall know that I am in the Father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us, and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and he will come unto him and make him abode, and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not keepeth not my sayings, and the word which ye hear. Is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Ye have heard how I said unto you, I go away and come again unto you. If ye loved me, ye would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass, that when it is come to pass, ye might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you, for the Prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me but the world may know that I love the Father and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. I've read to you the entirety of that chapter of St. John 14, beginning with the 16th verse down to Verse 31, may the Lord continue to add a blessing to the hearers and the reading of his word. Now, I would like to emphasize just a few things. The key word that I would like to emphasize out of this portion of scripture is the word peace. Jesus started out in this chapter telling his disciples not to let their hearts be troubled. This is so important because we're living in an hour, in this time that we're living in right now. (coughs) Pardon me. Where there is so much trouble and sadness and there's so much difficulty, so much stress, strain, anxiety, fear, so much um, destruction, so much crime, violence, so much uncertainty. People are literally walking around wondering who's next and what's next. Will I be next? Will it be next? Will my child, my son, my daughter, my family be impacted by the violence of the land, by the troubles of the land, whether it's Heartache, heartbreak, death, dying, destruction, sickness, whatever it may be. Um, The things that are going on as never before are creating trouble, anxiety, woe, fear, uncertainty. But Jesus told his disciples, Let not your heart be troubled. I want that scripture to resonate in your hearing today. That is the first verse of St. John chapter 14. Don't let your heart be troubled. If you believe in God, believe also in the Lord Jesus Christ. He prepared his disciples for the next. He has prepared you and me for the next what's coming next, what's going to happen next, those things are in God's hands. It's not up to us to try to figure it out, and it's certainly not for us to worry about it. If we believe in God, we trust him, we know that he is sovereign, we know that he's watching over his children, that he's taking care of his children, and whatever happens next, We know that we are in God's hands. So I want to offer you that assurance today. Don't let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Receive the peace of God. It's the kind of peace that passes all understanding When the world is wringing its hands and full of trouble and woe and desperation and anxiety, the child of God has peace that comes from the Father. He has sent another comforter, the Holy Spirit of the true and living God, the Holy Ghost. And he has come to dwell in the hearts and lives of the people of God. For as many as receive him and open up their hearts to him, he will come on in. And when he comes into you, he will transform your entire being, your conversation, your talk. You'll have a brand new language, a prayer language, a language between you and your heavenly father that only you and God are in Communication, that's the line of direct communication between you and the Father. And the enemy cannot get in that space. It is locked and sealed under the blood of Jesus. The peace of God that passes all understanding, it will rest, it will rule with you, and it will abide with you forever this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning us. And as Jesus was talking to his disciples, as he prepared for the passion of the Holy Week, he wanted his disciples to have a word in their heart that they could meditate upon as they endured that test of him being separated from them physically And uh, bodily, because of all that he was going to go through. Well, I want to say to you today that as we look to the Lord in these trying and difficult times, the one word I want you to remember is peace. Peace. Peace be unto you, peace be still. The storms around you may be raging. The tempests may be raging. It seems like the boat is going to overturn. It seems like the house is going to come down. It seems like the whole world around you is going to collapse. But I speak peace into your life. Speak peace into your home. I speak peace into your heart, peace into your mind, peace over your children, peace over your animals, peace over your neighborhood, peace over your community. I speak peace to you right now who are listening and I come against the anxiety, the fear, the doubt, the woe the unbelief, the trauma, the drama, the confusion, the pain, the suffering, the enemies that have bombarded your life for this year, this day, this week, this month. I come against them all and I apply the blood of Jesus over your life, over your children, over your circumstances, over everything that you have to do. And I pray that God would minister to you peace, that the Comforter would come and abide with you forever, and that you would find new life, that he would breathe new life into you and help you to forge forward, knowing that you have a work to do in the kingdom And you will finish that work. You will fulfill that which God has called you to do. In Jesus' name. St. John 14, verse 1. It says, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Jesus said, I have prayed the Father. And he will send you another Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, and he shall abide with you forever. Trust the Lord, believe in his word, and know that he loves you, and he will give to you what it is that you stand in need of in this hour. This is my prayer for you. And I trust and believe that even now you're experiencing the manifestation of the power and the presence of God in your home, in the room where you are, in your car, in your workplace, wherever you may be right now that you're hearing these words, you're listening to this podcast. I speak peace. And Father, I thank you for peace. In Jesus' name. Well, this has been Michelle with you on Mornings with Michelle, speaking peace and life and joy, happiness and celebration. Let your heart be filled with joy. And I leave a proverb with you. It's 17 and 22 from the Holy Bible. It says, a merry heart does good like a medicine, but a wounded spirit dries up the bones. May your bones be lubricated by the spirit of the living God, even as a comforter comes into your home and your heart to bring peace. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Well, goodbye for now. I will see you on the next episode as we continue to deal with the passion of our Lord Jesus Christ, leading up to the crucifixion and the resurrection. God bless you now. Amen. Bye-bye.